0: ladies and gents this is brandy j with podcasters vision 2.0 and our featured podcaster is dennis sumlin dennis sumlin is going to share a little bit about why he became a podcaster a little bit of his experience and what it means to him the most so guys let's tune in and give dennis sumlin a kind ear and let's listen The name of my show is Core Confidence Life and I've had this show for about uh, two and a half years so far. Um, The show is about men's personal development and so we normally talk about um, issues around confidence, uh, effective communication, and sexuality. And so we have uh, guests on the program as well as sometimes a little bit of a monologue. So We have two types of guests on the program. We have uh, people who specialize in men's personal development uh, in the areas that I just mentioned, confidence, communication, and sexuality. Also, we have men to come on to tell their own personal stories of overcoming their personal obstacles, how they dealt with it, and the lessons they learned from it. Um, And we also occasionally talk about Uh, issues of uh, non-religious spirituality and some metaphysical things as well. I have a long history in uh, podcasting and public speaking, communication things. So this is actually not my first uh, podcast show. Uh, My first podcast show was, I would say, maybe 17 years ago before the name podcast really started taking off. Uh, Back then, it was kind of called just internet shows. So what inspired me to do this podcast is because I was already starting my business as being a men's coach, because I am a certified men's coach, and I thought the podcast would be an excellent way to uh, deliver my message, to interview interesting people, um, and of course, I like talking on the radio. I like broadcasting public speaking. So there you have it. And it changed my life in very interesting ways. I got to meet a lot of different people. I've interviewed an enormous amount of people. I got to hear all different kinds of experiences. I've also made some really cool connections with you know other people, guests that's been on my show, um, and made some really cool friendships out of it. And I definitely would say that The guests I've interviewed and the experience of having so many kinds of guests on my program has taught me more about who I am, who people are, and has deepened my understanding in the very craft that I'm in, which is coaching men and how to move men from where they are to where they want to be. I also find that the show has helped other people. Because there's very few places, even now, where uh, men can hear issues uh, discussed openly, um, without shame, without stigma. Um, And there's a lot of that that's needed. There's so much stigma in society. There's so much shame. There's so much, you can't say this. You can't talk about this topic. That I think um, my show provides an outlet where men can hear other men go through struggles and ups and downs and talk about it openly. And that is encouraging to the listeners. That is inspiring to the listeners. Um, so it helps with that. Also, you know, just direct uh, tips. And methods to move past some of the struggles that we face as men. So when I have an expert guest on about any aspect, maybe sleep or maybe uh, discipline or anything like that, it's an opportunity for the listeners to uh, incorporate some of those things into their daily life and to help them live a better life. And many people have benefited from that as well. I also find that um, there's a lot of women who listen to Uh, my show and a lot of women who take in men's programming in general. And, you know, I've been told it helps give them a deeper insight on what goes on with men and what's in men's heads and what they've gone through. And it gives them a deeper insight and perspective on just men because it's important. They have men in their lives. They have husbands, brothers, fathers, and so forth. And so it's also beneficial for them uh, when they hear the show as well. When you're talking about uh, memorable moments on the show, there are two things that come to mind. And one of the things wasn't even really heard on the show. So during this is actually my first uh, interview of the show. Um, I had had someone come to my house. We did a live in studio interview and we had all everything set up and we did the interview. The interview was about an hour long. It was about uh forgiveness. It was an he he was an author that wrote a book about forgiving yourself as well as others. You can still get that uh episode. It's still on my website. Um and so he came over to the studio and we recorded what I thought was an excellent interview and <sighs> It didn't record. <laughs> it's just we was, I was having some software problems. My computer was acting crazy. I was, things were goofy. And so it was a really good interview, and it just was lost. It was gone. And so we had to do the whole interview over again. And, of course, the, the audience didn't know that. But the interview that's up now, even though this was a couple of years ago, um, was the second take of that interview, although you'd probably never know it by listening to it. Um, so, yeah, that was a memorable moment that nobody knows except for me and him. <laughs> and another one, um, it was actually an interview I was having with an expert on bullying. Um, we were talking about uh, bullying. It was, she, was an, she is an author, and she wrote a book on how parents can help kids move through bullying in school. And so we were having that discussion, um, and during that discussion, it you know we were talking about bullying, and I had thought, well, you know, I have never really been bullied in school. I don't know if I can really relate to this bullying thing, even though it's an important topic. But as we were talking on the program, I realized that I had been bullied. It all it it, it occurred to me that I was bullied, and by talking to her, the reason why I didn't really remember all that much is because of how i handled the bullying which was the whole point of the program to uh, to help parents and kids get educated on how to handle bullies and so apparently i handled the bullies in the right way (laughs) so i minimized my uh, uh my minimized my my victim experience but i didn't even know that and so by talking to her right there on that program um i realized oh Oh, wow. And so, you know, for me, that was memorable. Um, And I expressed it right there on the interview. So it was definitely an epiphany to me, Uh, brought me to even further awareness of various things. But that's really about um, it. I mean, I've done a lot of shows. I've done a lot of great shows um, and a lot of great people. Uh, But the memorable shows, yeah, Um, not (laughs) having software problems. Or having a real realization about myself during an interview, um, I would say that would be that now I don't think there were really a whole lot of hurdles. See I was already familiar with uh podcasting and broadcasting and so forth, so I knew a lot of the software things I knew you know the basics on how to put together a little bit of a of a website and get the right equipment so there really wasn't any hurdles on that end um I would say it's a competitive market, and so the hurdles were mainly trying to get the show out there and generate enough uh, publicity around that, so that would be the only hurdle um, that I had to face, getting, getting everything out there and getting people to, to see that my podcast is out there, uh, but everything else kind of either have previous experiences with it or it just came natural. Now, when it comes to this question of what would I have done differently uh, for my show, I'm going to keep it so real to real to real to real, (laughs) you know, Uh, I think looking back on it, reflecting on it, I think I would have been a little bit more uh, narrow when it comes to the kind of guests I've had on the program. So don't misunderstand the guests are great, and I'll explain to you what I mean. The guests are all great, you know I can't say I've rarely rarely had a a bad guest. I mean it happened I rarely, so all the guests were really great, um, but I think I would have been a little bit more narrow in the kinds of guests I had. I've had some guests on the program that were great, but I probably was a little bit off brand uh from what I was going for at the time, I thought it would have been a good idea, and some some of those things ultimately were good ideas. But I had some guests on that were probably a little bit off-brand. Um, that probably would have been good in a separate forum of interviews, because I've done a lot of interviews in my life. And so, for example, um, I had an I had a guest on about cybersecurity. Now, cybersecurity is not. Confidence, communication, or sexuality. I had her on because I thought it was a good aspect to get people to be more mindful about their everyday activities, be more mindful about things that go on around them, emails, uh, spam ploys, and things to get people to really be mindful about um, looking out for themselves. And at the time, I thought it would have been a decent idea to have it on the program, and it was. It was a good interview. But I think it was a little bit off-brand. And so I think there's a few interviews that I had that were excellent but off-brand. I, I I would have uh, more vigorously enforced staying on, on message on every program. Most programs are on message, but I started to get a little uh, off-message um, once the show got a little a little bigger, attracted more people, um, and then my general interest, um, I let that take over, and so we got a little bit off brand, and so I would change that, um, and I would have stuck to more monologues. The show came became more interviewish as it went on and less mixed, as in I had a monologue part and then an, a shorter interview part. As we went forward, it became almost all interview um, and so I might have done that differently as well as far as uh, what's for the future um I think the future is bright I think the podcast will continue and will continue to be an arm of my overall men's coaching business um, I will continue to do interviews uh, both on the podcast system and on YouTube um, and Pretty much the future will be exactly what I said I should do different. <laughs> so um, I will try to stay on brand more uh, and not get carried away and just start interviewing people <laughs> willy-nilly. <laughs> so, yeah, more on-brand stuff, uh, less willy-nilly stuff, no matter how good the interviews are. Um, and if I got to do those interviews, um, put them on Another forum. I do have other forums of interviews uh, that I have, so that is about it. But overall, uh, I encourage everyone to listen to the program. The vast majority of programs are are beautiful, educational, and on brand, on target, on point, and uh, on the move. Thank you. Dennis Sumlin, thank you once again. And I truly enjoyed having you on Podcasters Visit.